0: This episode is brought to you by a Bridge. A Bridge is a free app that helps you capture the details of your healthcare appointments so you can review them anytime. So here we are, many weeks into the madness that's coronavirus, and I feel like it's honestly just the beginning, which is so scary. I'm on day 12 of self-isolation. I leave the house for less than an hour each day for some fresh air in my neighborhood, where I'm seeing very few people from a far distance. It's a seriously wild, scary, and sad time, and I'm doing my best to stay healthy and sane as the anxiety definitely creeps in, as I'm sure it does for many of you. A lot of sleepless nights or anxious nights, and just trying to do the best I can because that's all we can do. I'm thinking of each of you and hope you're staying inside and taking care of yourself the best you can, both physically and emotionally. Now, this is part two of the updates from our past guests and how they're navigating life during the coronavirus pandemic. So I hope you enjoy hearing their stories and can relate to some of the things that they're going through, especially those living with invisible illness. As a reminder, please head over to speakpipe.com slash visible Again, that's speakpipe.com slash madevisible to send me your questions or record a bit about how you're navigating things, coronavirus or not. We want to hear from you. So definitely head over there. Now onto the show.
1: Hi there. I'm Beth Schrock and I was featured on episode 58 of Made Visible podcast. And I'm calling in to Harper to talk about everything we're all feeling during this current climate of coronavirus 2020. Unpopular opinion, I almost feel like people with invisible illness or people with chronic illness that we've been kind of living this way. And now just the rest of the world is kind of getting on board. We're taking extra precautions to stay healthy keeping our distance from people who may be sick because we have lower immune systems naturally. Me and my invisible illness is a lot of it is undiagnosed. So a lot of it is having weird symptoms that doesn't have explanations. And so I naturally feel things that I don't understand and I've had to learn not to catastrophize and not to be anxious about it. And so now in the wake of coronavirus, I'm trying to apply the same practices where I'm not going to stress out. I'm going to be realistic, taking my temperature, making sure that I'm aware of my symptoms, but I'm not going to catastrophize. I'm not going to be anxious. I'm not going to worry about things that I can't control. So I'm keeping my distance. I'm working from home. Thankfully, my employer is being really great about it and just trying to take it day by day. I almost feel like I'm back to when I was really sick a few years ago and honestly had to isolate myself because I was so weak. My body was really tired and I couldn't do a lot of things and I stayed inside a lot. And I almost feel like I'm back to that, but thankfully I don't feel as miserable. So I'm doing the same things where I'm going to watch a YouTube video of doing yoga or doing some Pilates at home because I couldn't go to a workout class or I go for a walk and I do some deep breathing and just kind of centering myself being with my dog, those are things I used to do, you know, during flare ups of my invisible illness. But now I'm just applying that to right now where the rest of the world is on lockdown. So I'm grateful that I've had to choose to have a mentality of not fear and stressing about illness. And I'm just applying that right now in the craziness of everything that's going on.
2: Hi, my name is Adrienne Nolan-Smith, and I was featured on episode number 52 of the Made Visible podcast. As far as how coronavirus is impacting my life, well, like most of us, I'm now sort of self-quarantining, spending a lot of time at home and not going out to coffee shops or bars or restaurants or seeing friends, um, which is a bizarre experience because I live in New York City, and that's a large part of What I do. My husband and I have decided to get out of the city to luckily a sort of beach cottage that my family has access to in Connecticut. So we are holed up here. We are protecting ourselves by taking a lot of antiviral supplements and other natural herbal remedies, drinking a lot of tea and water, getting plenty of sleep. Obviously, washing our hands a lot more, uh, trying not to be close to other people, even in the grocery store, which is basically the only place we're really going, or, you know, the gas station, something like that. Uh, We're also making sure that we're getting outside enough, too, because even though it sounds like we're not really supposed to be going outside, that's really more about being, you know, within six feet of other humans. But um, nature and sunlight are really important for your immune system. So we're taking plenty of walks, uh, my current day to day life is really just, you know, working from home, cooking meals, cleaning up after meals, <laughs> doing laundry, going to the grocery store like every other day, consuming more television than I probably would have, uh, but also getting to read my book and things like that. Obviously, people who have an invisible illness are probably feeling a lot more stress and worry than they would otherwise because the media is explaining to us that those with pre-existing conditions are more susceptible to coronavirus than others. So of course, this causes extreme worry, especially if it's a autoimmune condition, meaning your immune system is kind of compromised anyway. So it's not as strong as other people's. And this is really, really hard. But I do know that anxiety and stress really harms the gut, and the gut is where 70% of our immune system cells live anyway in the gut lining. So it's all extremely connected. So I would say anything you can do if you have an invisible illness to, you know, reduce stress and worry by meditation, doing things you enjoy, being grateful, um, listening to music, really just reducing stress with yoga, anything you can do, long walks, sunshine will help your immune system in the long run. I hope everybody stays calm and finds joy every day and sees the bright side or the silver lining of spending more time kind of maybe with close family and at home and whether that's, you know, really getting into some great books or series or, you know, cooking again, whatever it might be. Anyway, stay safe, everyone.
3: Hello, my name is Anthony Piccioni. I was featured on episode 13 of Made Visible. So, as of the time that I'm saying all this, it's been a few days since I had to cancel a performance of my play, a therapy session with myself. We were in our last three performances. Um, We had to cancel one. We might have to cancel more. We'll see. I hope not, though. That's not been great for my mental health, you know? It's stressful enough for anyone dealing with something like this, but for someone who his anxiety and a mood disorder like I do. Like, you know, I think if you talk to anyone who knows me well, they know I don't deal with uncertainty that well. I tend to be pretty stressed out about that in terms of uncertainty over the future, in terms of the broader arts industry, but also my personal future. And, you know, that's been stressful because I thrive best when I'm able to create theater and film. And I can still write scripts like I always do, but I'm also an independent artist and I produce my own work and with theaters and meeting places being closed down all over. I was supposed to have a reading of a new play of mine, uh, this past week. It's been difficult to do that now. Like I always say like New York without its culture, is it really New York at all? And it feels, it feels really depressing and As it is, I go through episodes of depression as it is, but this has not helped, and I'm lucky enough that I have a pretty strong immune system, so in terms of my physical health, if I were to get the virus, I think I'd be okay, but I also think about my family. I have at least two family members who have weaker immune systems, and I worry for them, and I hope that they'll be well protected, and... You know, I understand why all these restrictions are being put in place by state governments and all, because, you know, how else are you going to protect people in such a really, really crazy situation like this? But, you know, it's just depressing, like, here sitting in my apartment, saying this message and wondering what's going to happen. What does this mean for the future of artists like me who rely on meeting together and gathering together and collaborating together when collaborating together in a live setting is at least temporarily being made impossible by this virus. But, you know, I'm hopeful that we'll all be okay in the end and, you know, we'll see what happens, but I'm hanging in there. I hope everyone listening stays healthy, both physically and mentally during this time because the world needs all of us in it to keep doing what we do and talking about what we talk about.
4: Hi, my name is Tiffany Dyba, and I was on episode seven of Made Visible. Oh, crazy times, crazy times. Um, right now I am hunkered down at my apartment in Astoria um, with all the ginger and turmeric I feel like I bought all of it at the store the other day. Um, you know, working for myself, I guess I'll start there. Working for myself, it's a scary time because as quickly as those clients can come, they can go away and there's no paid time. I'm not getting paid if I'm not working. So it's, it's definitely a scary time from an economical standpoint. Also being a breast cancer survivor, you know, I wouldn't consider myself immunocompromised right now, but certainly I have plenty of friends and peers in the community that are in active treatment or just out of treatment. And so it's certainly affecting me in a different way, just thinking about those friends who either still have to go out and get chemo and your immune system is just so super sensitive after that. And so, you know, mentally I'm kind of in that space where I'm feeling really sad for those folks. Um, But other than that, I am hunkered down, trying to stay busy, watching all the Netflix, and really just trying to wait it out and be grateful for the things that I do have, as opposed to dwelling on things that I've had to cancel or, you know, outings that I won't be attending. So I hope everyone else is staying safe as well. Hi, my name
5: is Hannah Olson, and I was featured on episode 59 of Made Visible. To give you a recap, I'm the founder and CEO of Chronically Capable, which is a platform that connects chronically ill individuals to flexible work opportunities. Ironically enough, right before all of the news that came out surrounding coronavirus, we had just launched our new platform. It feels so scary that we we did this right before everything that happened, but it's also a, a very interesting time for us. You know, As we see more companies begin to adapt to this remote work schedule and allow their healthy employees work from home it furthers our mission that employers are able to make accommodations this is not something that's that hard and that difficult to do and definitely not expensive so i think that while this is all very scary for me personally which i'll get to i think for our business this is a very important time for us to further our mission and to explain to companies that it's not that hard to make an accommodation for someone And, you know, we're going to use this time to really keep pushing our sales and to really bring more businesses on board so we can add more work opportunities for our community, especially during this time. You know, to get back to how coronavirus is impacting my life, I can tell you I'm right there with all of you. I have suffered from chronic Lyme disease and co-infections for over four to five years now. And I'm scared. I think like all of you, I feel this looming sense of anxiety of the unknown. We as chronically ill individuals are all too familiar with, you know, socialization and being home due to extended hospital stays or having to stay in your bed for weeks on end. But this feels different because everyone's there with us. The world feels very slow right now and it feels very scary, but you know, Something I'm trying to do is take this minute to minute and rather, you know, worrying about what the next day brings, just worry about the now. And I think during this period of time where everything is so scary and overwhelming, it's important to focus on how you're doing right now and what you're doing to make yourself be in the best position to fight this if you are to contract coronavirus. So something I'm doing is I'm I'm really working to get enough sleep to check in with my body, to limit the amount of screen time and really to just take it easy and take it slow. It's rare that I have even a few minutes to rest because I I work full time and have a service industry job at night. So it's rare for me to ever have that time to sleep in. And I'm trying to do it all right now because now's a great time for us to replenish, you know, our spoons and to really check back in with ourselves. So that's something I, I really encourage you all to do, and you know, to the point of, of financial stability, this is something that I keep seeing all over the internet. It's something I'm feeling right now. Um, I lost my waitress job due to COVID-19, and you know, I'm scared about what my financial outcomes will be from this if I'm able to pay rent next month. But I think it's it's an important time to check in with what you like to do and what you're interested in. I'm trying to get back to my roots of of marketing and design and trying to pitch to freelance because now is a chance for us to do the things we want to do and hone in on skills you might not know you have. So I think it's a really interesting time in that way that we have this chance and the time built out for us to practice things, to learn a new skill, to learn a new hobby, and to take time for yourself. Most importantly, we have this power as chronically ill individuals to know the depths of what it's like to be isolated, to be really sick. And so we should be sharing our stories and to get other people on board that we need to be safe and really take this seriously. And lastly, I'd just like to leave off with letting you all know that I'm here. Again, my name is Hannah Olson, and my business is Chronically Capable. Feel free to reach out to me if you're, you know, in need of help touching up your resume or need some advice on what to do next in your career. Please, now's the time. Um, I'm available, and I want to speak with you all. And if you're just someone who wants a friend right now, I'm here. Please reach out to me on social media. Everyone, please stay safe, stay home, and continue to wash your hands and be well. Hi, I'm Allie Hilfiger,
6: and I was featured on episode
5: 33
6: of Made Visible Right now, the coronavirus is really scary for people, especially those who are affected by long-term Lyme disease or any other autoimmune disease. I'm here in my house in LA with my family, and the best thing that I can do for myself, my family, and the rest of the world is to keep my vibration really, really high and keep my brain really positive. Every single night, I'm writing a gratitude list, working backwards from the day, and writing down all of the things that brought me joy or that I appreciated. Um, in the morning, I wake up and I meditate, and I also recognize how grateful I am to have a toilet, a refrigerator, a roof over my head, food, a family that I can have fun with and you know, experience love with. There's a lot of people out there that don't have that, so I remain incredibly grateful and humbled. I really do believe that We have to stay in a very, very positive mindset to not attract any disease from hurting us. I also do a lot of visualization of myself really healthy and strong. I also do visualizations of my family and my friends and people around the world really healthy and strong. I really do believe that the power of the mind and love and all of that does make a difference, even if it's only in your own mind. I also like to drink fresh lemon tea with ginger and garlic and manuka honey and orange peel that's a really great immune booster and i'm just trying to do things that bring me joy and take advantage of the time at home with my family organizing things and painting and writing and drawing and just anything that makes you happy because that's all you can do right now worrying is only going to bring you down and weaken the immune system so I really do believe that, you know, we can make the best out of our situation if we put our minds to it and keep giving thanks for the things that we have. So I hope everybody stays safe out there. And don't forget that bringing yourself joy and making yourself happy will only make other people happy around you, including yourselves in your body. So I'm sending everybody lots and lots of love and positive energy.
7: Hi, this is Emily Sauce, and I was featured on episode 18 of Made Visible. It is my genuine desire to share some musings from my heart during these times. I hope that we can balance this cautious optimism with sound preventative measures that need to be taken while knowing that as individuals with Invisible illnesses, we have met these challenges before. We've faced roadblocks that seem insurmountable. And the only true ammunition we're able to activate and utilize are the aptitude of both our mental and emotional well being, which inherently has everything to do with our physical health. And we know this. So I am sending all of my infinite love and blessings and support to each one of you, hoping that we're taking proper care of our mental landscape, inviting in only that which is uplifting, inspiring, motivating, and pure and true. It can be difficult to decipher what is truth and what is non-truth. So I would definitely recommend limiting inputs, limiting intake of information about this time to verifiable resources, CDC and the World Health Organization, limiting my resources and drawing boundaries with my loved ones that perhaps are not staying in a high vibration without judgment, but, you know, inviting in a little bit of awareness around the way that we communicate about these things because I want to feel healthy in my mind, happy in my heart and powerful in my brain. So I share this with excitement to be able to reconnect with this community. So I see you all. I'm grateful for you all. I hope that you're all staying happy, healthy, washing your hands, clearing your mind, entertaining the beautiful opportunities that this could present, and greeting each day as a blessed new beginning. So please don't hesitate to reach out to those that you love communicate that you love them share this humbling oneness that we're reminded of and i hope that all of you stay happy and healthy in this time big heart hugs
0: support for this podcast and the following message comes from a bridge a bridge is a free app that helps you capture the details of your healthcare appointments so you can review them anytime with a bridge you can record conversations with your doctor and share the recordings with family caregivers friends or anyone who you want looped in on your health. Abridges technology highlights and indexes the key medical points in your conversations, which is what makes it different from the recording app on your phone. As someone who works with a team of doctors and has lots of appointments, I love this concept of the app. There have been so many times when I've walked out of an appointment only to realize that even though I was paying attention, I can't totally remember everything my doctor said. I love that Abridges solves this problem and helps people be their own advocates and make the most of their doctor visits. To download a bridge for free, go to abridgeapp.com slash made visible. That's a bridge spelled A-B-R-I-D-G-E app.com slash made visible. Abridgeapp.com slash made visible. And now back to the
8: show. Hi everyone. My name is Dr. Akilah Koday. I was featured on episode 22 of Made Visible. 22 is my lucky number. 22 is my jersey number when I played basketball. So it's a special episode if you haven't listened to it. Um, So I'm here to just tell you about what's happening with my life, living with invisible illness and coronavirus. Um, It's impacting my life because I have a heart condition. And with the heart condition I have, I cannot get sick. It's not a good thing for me. So um, I was told on March 12th to socially isolate from my primary doc. So that day I went to the store. I saw the panic in fear, but I'm proud to say I survived Whole Foods and Target and was able to get what I need to shelter in place. And at that time, I was planning on doing it for about two or three weeks. So I'm good to go. But today, today, and today is March 16th, the entire Bay Area, so I live in Oakland, California, was put on shelter in place. So no one can leave their home until April 7th. They can leave for essential services. So doctor's appointments, pharmacy, grocery store, things of that nature. Even takeout is still happening with restaurants to keep them employed, which is great. But now everyone's kind of in the same boat that I was in starting last week. The hardest thing, though, with coronavirus is that it is impacting my business. I'm a small business owner. I'm a speaker. I do a lot of workshops. I facilitate discussions. And all of that has been shut down. February and March are big months for me because I do a lot of talks for Black History Month and Women's History Month. I'm a Black woman, a proud Black woman. And a lot of those opportunities were taken away, canceled outright, or won't happen until the next year or even fall. So I am concerned financially for my business, um, my health, but I'm trying to stay positive. So what I'm doing to protect myself and my health is Like I shared, I started doing the social distancing last week, and I will continue to do so. That means that a lot of my interactions are going to be via Zoom or Hangouts or video conference format. Any things that I had face-to-face that were, even with small groups, I have postponed or moved to a video call. Um, I'm in therapy once a week. I'm always in therapy once a week, but now this is an issue that will be coming up as far as the distancing that I'm having from the social interaction that I'm used to um, because of my line of work. I also have severe depression or major depressive disorder. So making sure I kind of stay on top of that while knowing that there's so much fear and anxiety that's just perpetuating the world and from the country to the States, all the way down to the County. My day-to-day life it's pretty much real chill. I'm trying to stay in my cheetah print robe as long as possible. I'm working remotely, I always do, because I have a home office. It's just really just moving things in a different direction. Money, again, as I shared, is a concern. So I'm trying to move my model to a place of having some streaming services, some um, webinars online that I could provide to clients or potential clients to bring some income in for myself and for my team, I am being incredibly flexible with my team because if they're stressed, that's not going to help me at all and and maintaining my health. So I'm um, making sure that they are okay first. I have um, an undergrad in health science and community-based public health, a master's in public health, and a doctorate in health science from a med school in leadership and organizational behavior. So all that means is that I'm a complete an utter nerd when it comes to health and public health. So coronavirus and this outcome in a pandemic is not a huge surprise to me. The nerd of me is like, wow, something I studied in books is happening. But it also means I know the reality of how America is not prepared for a pandemic and how our healthcare system is not prepared for that. I'm sure you've heard a recurring theme of people on Made Visible podcast who are you know, just going through the trials and tribulations of dealing with chronic pain, chronic illness, invisible illness, and navigating the healthcare system. And that's when it's more at 100% capacity. But now where we are today, um, our healthcare system is in a dire need for improvement, not just now, but ultimately once we get through coronavirus. So, you know, I'm constantly thinking about that. Um, I'm also thinking about people who are immunosuppressed and people who already had to live their life this way more cautiously. So for example, I always have to know when an emergency room is because I never know if I'm having a heart attack or not. So I'm always cautious about my surroundings, who's around me. Um, prior to coronavirus, I couldn't have people who were sick around me. I would cancel meetings if they were sick. Even if I walked to the room, they were sick. I would say like, hey, we got to do this at another time just to protect myself. So Even when we go back to whatever normal is for people, for some people who are immunosuppressed, invisible illness, chronic pain, chronic illness, this is a normal life. So some people are getting a taste of what some of us, some invisible illness folks, chronic pain, chronic illness individuals deal with on a regular basis. So I do hope that there will be some positive change with the healthcare system. I do hope people are remembering to come from a place of care and compassion and think about other people. I do hope that people stop going to bars and clubs and restaurants until we can get America in a place where we can test successfully so we have a better idea of trends um, of how coronavirus or COVID-19 will be spread. And I just want to remind people to be kind and to keep being amazing, even though this is tough. Thanks, Harper, for this opportunity and getting our message out there.
9: Hi, this is Becca Skolnick. I was featured on episode 23 of Made Visible. Coronavirus is impacting all of our lives. I'm a licensed clinical psychologist. And so we've had to move to offering telehealth sessions, which means video or phone sessions, uh, mostly video and working from home to make sure we're keeping everybody safe and um, making sure we flatten the curve, uh, which is tough, I think, on a lot of levels. Fortunately, I, I don't have an underlying invisible illness, but I work with many people who do. And I'm, I'm thinking about how to help them to manage their anxiety and depression and make sure people stay activated doing things, which is obviously going to be a lot harder now, but um, still possible. You know, We're recommending that people still keep a schedule and structure in their day, that they do pleasant activities, that they give themselves opportunities to build a sense of accomplishment, um, get some fresh air, as long as that's still following guidelines of the CDC and keeping your distance from others, but making sure you still can talk to other people virtually, I think is really important we're just trying to help people to maintain social contact and manage their own anxiety and stress getting through this this stressful situation um We're also happy to offer telehealth sessions to new people. So I work for MindWell NYC where um, we are a group private practice and we're able to offer video sessions if anyone wants to manage anxiety or depression or generally to talk about how to get through this difficult time or how to talk to your kids about how to get through this difficult time. So we're happy to offer that as well. But um, we hope that everybody sort of stays safe and healthy and that, you know, we are all kind of helping each other by following guidelines. So hopefully this will pass soon. Thanks so much and take care.
10: Hey there, everyone. This is Russell from episode 51. Um, fortunately, I am feeling extraordinarily healthy and pretty sane. And Lily CBD, the business that I run, is um, continuing to chug along. You know, during this time, I found that being a support system to friends has really been um, a blessing. You know, fortunately, I have my health right now and my mental sanity and. You know, sharing that has been been very, very crucial. You know, As I look ahead as a society, we have to focus on what our basics are, what our essentials are, who are the essential people in our life, what are the essential things that we believe in, what are the essentials of our businesses, and what are the essentials of the things that we spend our money and our time on. Because while it's fun to do all the fun things to keep our sanity, there is a chance that we're heading into this society that is far different than what quarantine week one looks like or what quarantine week two looks like. Um, we're all going to be in this for quite some time and how that looks like in three months or six months or eight months or 12 months is really, really hard to determine. So I think. All of us need to remain as smart as possible and think about what that future looks like. One of the ways that I've been doing so is talking to my grandmother, who lived through the Great Depression and every single war since, um, and understanding how they kept mentally sane. I found it really fascinating. She talked about during the Great Depression, families, and this was pretty traditional back then, but families... Really stuck together. They stayed close. Um, She told me a story about how during the Great Depression, a business owner owed my great grandfather some money. And in exchange for being unable to pay, he offered them a building in Manhattan. And when my great grandfather proposed the idea to Lillian, who my company is named after, my great grandmother, she said, Move to Manhattan and leave our family in Brooklyn, that's nonsense. And so, you know, when you look back to the 1930s, and even way before that, people found their tribes and had their groups and they stuck close together. And so it's nice to see a lot of people doing that from a digital sense right now. But I think in the future, we're going to have to rely on one another far more than we can even really imagine. And it's not to be an alarmist by any means, but living close to the people that support us is going to be crucial to our survival because we don't know the next time we're getting on a flight. We don't know the next time that we're jumping onto a bus. We don't know the next time that we're going to do a lot of these things that seem so, so normal. And so, yeah, I mean, I want to be a support system to the Made Visible community I would love any advice on how people are planning for the future right now. My only words of wisdom is that please 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 stay at home, stick to the essentials. If you need to walk your dog, walk your dog. If you need to go outside and meditate, go outside and meditate. But this is no longer a time of getting groups of friends together to go hang out because you're feeling a little claustrophobic. We have to really hunker down. Because there are health professionals out there that are really trying beyond their best, beyond they probably could even imagine, to help not only those dealing with this virus, but also people who are dealing in hospitals with the normal things. Society, from people's health perspective, doesn't stop because there's a virus. We already have a healthcare system that's inundated with patients that need help unrelated to corona. So I think at this time, you know, just be smart and support the people that you can and spend your money wisely and you know, I think that we're gonna get out of this okay, but the world is definitely gonna be a different place and how we support each other is gonna be different. And so yeah, make sure to call someone that you haven't called in a while. Make sure to to read a book, make sure to study up on your past and make sure to be smart about the future. That's all for now. Russell signing out. Thank you all.
11: Hi, I'm Mallory Gotthelf, and I was featured on episode 10 of Made Visible. This is a scary time right now. Things are difficult. There's a lot of uncertainty. And as someone with anxiety, this is an anxiety-provoking time. And as someone with depression, I think it can be difficult to be in quarantine and to have isolation be something that's a part of your life because it's important In keeping you healthy when so often you hear that the opposite is really, you know, most important, that you spend time with people, that you don't isolate. So it's definitely a difficult time right now for people who have a mental illness and for people who don't have a mental illness. I think everybody's mental health is really impacted by situations like this. I think it's important that we take this time, though, and try to see the positives If you're home more often, take this time to do the self-care things that you normally don't have the time to do or you don't think you have the time to do. I wake up now in the morning and head right to this cozy spot on my couch by natural light, and I write. And I have more time to write and a really quiet environment to do so, and I'm very grateful for that. I take the time to read books that I've been dying to read you know, and just haven't had the time to. Because unfortunately, I'm not someone who can read on a train or on my commute it makes me a little car sick. It's not easy, you know, these situations, but it gives you the chance to practice your skills and use all the tools in your toolbox. It allows us to strengthen as a community because we have to step up for one another. We have to take the opportunity to show, you know, I'm seeing you, I'm, I'm hearing what you're going through, and I love you, even if it has to be from afar. And so it's been really great to have this opportunity to also work on my own business as someone who is creating a business focused on self-care boxes to send to your loved ones who are struggling with their mental health. So I've spent a lot of time really working hard on on creating this brand, these find-yourself boxes. And that's not to say that I'm not worried and I don't have anxiety and that the the social distancing doesn't cause a little bit of that depressed voice in my head to come about, but I think it's it's about sitting back and taking perspective and doing everything that you can and that you know how to do to really make this time productive and meaningful. I've had really great conversations with friends, we've really been able to talk and discuss what we're going through, and I think it reminds me how important it is to have these conversations, not just in times like these But all the time. And I think this is a really good reminder of that. It's also important that we step up for our communities and do what's best for the people around us. And I think doing those activities, it makes you feel good. And that combats the mental illness as well. Is doing things that are for other people, it also kind of gives you joy as well. And that's also providing me with a lot of hope during this time. For people who do struggle with a mental illness who are experiencing a lot of feelings right now. Reach out to the people you love. Let them know how you're feeling. Write down how you're feeling, not holding it inside, but putting it on paper, putting it on your computer, whatever form of writing that you enjoy. I think it's really important that you express those emotions in a way that feels good for you. If you write music, if you play music, things like that. I think it's really important that we continue to talk about it. Just because we have to distance and isolate and quarantine doesn't mean we have to keep our emotions quarantined within ourselves. We can still talk to people. We can still have our outlets. We can still find ways to express ourselves. And that's extremely important now. I know it's hard. I know it's scary. But you're not alone. We are all in this together. And we will continue to be in this together. And... It's scary and it's hard, but just remember we can do this. You're not alone. You are loved. You matter. You have a purpose here on this earth, and we will continue to find ways to cope together. Stay strong. You are loved. If you ever need to talk, you can find me on Instagram and I'd be happy to have a conversation with you. Thank you again to Harper for allowing all of us to have this platform to share. It is truly an honor. To know we're in this great community together, it's, it's what's keeping me going right now.
0: Thanks for tuning in to Made Visible. We hope you learned about something new today. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a few minutes to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast on iTunes. We can't do any of this without your support. Visit madevisiblepodcast.com and follow Made Visible Podcast on Instagram. Special thanks to the team who made this possible. Elise Bonebright, the audio editor, Gemma Leghorn, the assistant producer, Dylan Chenfeld for the intro music, and Amanda Gracio for the design.